business, marketing, leadership, and life. Welcome to the AMP Podcast with your host, Shane Michelli. Welcome to the AMP Podcast. On today's show, we're going to talk about decisions, or more importantly, the decision-making process. Roberts Wesley in college did a study on how many decisions the average adult makes in a day, and they concluded that we make 35,000 decisions a day. Psychology-based weight loss app Noon says we make 122 informed choices every day. Now, whether you believe the number is 122 or 35,000 or somewhere in between, it's obvious we make a lot of decisions. We've already made a lot of decisions today. What time are we going to wake up? What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? What podcasts are we going to listen to? You know, those are just some of them we don't even think about. It's just routine. They're just second nature. And then we have other decisions that we struggle with that we just like we overly analyze. And most of us have fallen victim to that paralysis by analysis. The process of making a decision or the art of decision making, as it's been known, has been studied extensively. More books than you could possibly imagine have been written about the topic, introducing models and theories and statistical relevance and all of the scientific things. These studies show how decisions are made, why they're made, what process you can use. But these studies don't always help us with the decisions that we're facing today. You see, those models lack a frame of reference they lack the personal impacts and personal inputs needed for that decision process. You see, decisions are about choosing to do something or not do something, or choosing between this plethora of options. And it's these options that'll give us pause. You know, science will tell us to, to take a step back, look at the process, put things in a model, think about what the consequences of a bad decision or the outcomes of a good decision, like see through this decision process. You know, if, if, you, if you had to make a decision that was a matter of life or death, it's fairly easy to make that decision, right? You're going to make the decision that will keep you from harm's way. Those decisions don't usually cause us problems. The very important decisions are usually easy to make. It's these more mundane decisions that seem to hang us up sometimes. In some cases, you realize kind of subconsciously that it may not matter, like the difference between a good decision and a bad decision is, is pretty close. This lack of a defined reward or this penalty or consequence, uh, by not knowing those, you don't get this clear picture of what is the obvious choice. And then, you know, sometimes there's just not really, whether you say, see it or don't see it, it's just not a good or a bad outcome. You know, one of my first jobs was working at a garden center, and I was tasked with opening a new location. So they gave me this, this map, this schematic of the, the lot to go out and lay out all of the areas where we were going to put the shrubbery and plants. And I did all of that, and the last thing I had to do was put in the pathways or the, the aisles so the little red wagons and carts could move up and people could retrieve their plants. But nowhere on the drawing did it have a measurement for how wide that pathway needed to be. 
And we were nearing the end of the day, and I noticed that Roger, the owner, had just pulled into the parking lot, and he comes walking up. And, you know, I explained to him we had done everything and I had everything laid out. And the one thing I couldn't find was this measurement for these pathways. And he smiled, and he walks over underneath this big oak tree and grabs a stick and stands it up, and he puts a stick next to him, and he's over well over six feet, six two, six three. The stick is taller than he is. He walks over and hands it to me, and he says, make them this wide. Now, I chuckled a little bit and thought inside of my head, see, we didn't have the internet back then. I couldn't Google how wide is a shopping aisle. I thought there was probably some retail formula. I didn't want to look ignorant because I didn't know to how to, how to truly come up with that science behind that decision. But as he walked away, I realized he was serious. So I grabbed my measuring tape. I measured that stick, and we measured out and laid out all the aisles, and here we are decades later, and those aisles are still there, and they're the same width, and tens if not hundreds of thousands of shoppers have been down those aisles, and to my knowledge, it's it's still functioning. So, see, there wasn't necessarily science from a standpoint of a model or a method, but there was this, this knowledge or this wisdom that he had when he made that. It was just this gut instinct. And we're going to come back to that here in a bit, but he just grabs that stick and gives it to me. And so there it is. You know, one of the interesting points about decision-making is how we get bogged down by the decision or, or how that decision may make us feel. Imagine for a moment, if you're going to buy a car, there are lots of factors to consider. Make, model, features, does it have car play? Doesn't it have car play? How fuel efficient is it? Is it partial EV or is it gas? Is it diesel? And just the list goes on and on and on. The main decisions impacting performance and function, those things can be measured and they can be uh, compared to other competing models. So whether you know it's brands or cars within the same brand, science, if you will, can come in and you can do a pros and cons analysis. But conversely, the, the choice of color has very little impact on the soundness of the decision as it relates to performance and function, right? The, the color is not going to determine how well that car performs. But it does determine how you feel about it. And see, decisions can be so much about how we feel. Now, we're going to dig into that in a bit. Let's go back to the science. You can find models all day long to help you make decisions. There's nothing wrong with following those models. And in most cases, I would tell you, to consult with all the available tools that you can find. However, as I've moved through my career, I've looked at there are a number of factors that sneak into that decision process that create this bias. Other times, this quest for information or you know, this research distracts you from the matter at hand, the real decision, or it lengthens the process to the point where you begin to lose options as you prolong. While studying for my MBA, I was introduced to this concept that's known as satisficing. It's when you research to find an acceptable answer. You know, in this case, it's like you have this idea of what you want the answer to be, so your research process is to, to really validate this preconceived notion you had. You know, when, that, when, I, when I was introduced to that, that study really convicted me as I thought back at that point in my career on one of these decisions I had made 
and how I had inadvertently allowed that bias to, to, to enter that process. And I was making these researches to validate my decision. Another concept that came in was this concept of bounded rationality, making an acceptable decision, but not the best decision. It's when you have this lack of information or knowledge or you lack the accessibility to the resources or information. So you, you make the decision based off of what you, what you have. There's no doubt that science can help us make decisions and the recognition of things like bounded rationality and satisficing and, and decision bias. We should, we should think about all of that. But let's circle back to feeling for a moment. Science gives us a way to view these decisions quantitatively. The goal is to make this the whole decision process very objective. However, the process may be much more subjective. That developer doesn't have to live with the consequences you do. When you have some of those decisions that you have to make, you have to factor in these intangibles your values, your views, the social impacts. Models aren't usually good at, at capturing those intangibles, those, those feelings. This is where I tell people my blue collar roots kick in. As a young leader, I was very critical of how my superiors sometimes made decisions. They seemed dismissive, nonchalant, disinterested in the facts. I just, I felt like they were flying by the seat of their pants. You know, that was my synopsis. Later on, as I moved through the growth process, I began to have a great deal of respect for those people. I realized that they were using a tool set. They were using tools that I didn't have. My school books didn't teach me. These are three tools that we all possess, and they can be used to help us make decisions on a daily basis. Those three tools are the head, the heart, and the gut. The first tool is the head. This is the, the analytical part, right? This is the science part. You have all of this data and experience in your head. The heart is how you feel. If you, if you remember back to the example of buying a car and choosing a color, how you feel about that. So if you had bought a green car, but you really wanted a white car, the entire time you've live with that car in the back of your mind, that feeling that you have about that decision is I really wish this was a white car. And the third is the gut, and this is gut instinct. It's intuition. Remember back to the example of Roger with the stick. He just inherently just knew, make them this wide. You know, before the days of the internet and, and, and data accessibility at your fingertips, those executives that possess that gut instinct, that intuition, they move to make decisions faster. They processed information faster. And, and sometimes in the world of business, you win by the speed of your decision and not necessarily by your decision. Now, how do these three tools work together? Well, I'll use a, a, an example of, of a car since we've, we've used that example already. You know, if you were thinking about buying a car, you may sit down and look at your budget and you may talk to your spouse and say, okay, here are the finances. We can afford this car and it'll have very little impact on college savings or vacation or retirement. So the head says, make the decision. The second is the heart. 
So you really love Tesla. I've always wanted a Tesla ever since they came out. So I, you know, or a Dodge Challenger. That was one of my cars of the past. So you're sitting in the dealership and you've chosen your car and you've chosen the right color and you, you chose the right model. And your head is saying, financially, this won't impact us one bit. And your heart is saying, I'm going to love driving that car. But you have a little check in your gut. Your gut's saying, it just doesn't feel right. If you bought a house, you may have gone through that same process. You know, that sometimes you'll hear it referred to as buyer's remorse. That's when the gut is not aligned with the head and the heart. And so, therefore, you make a decision and you think you've made the decision from the head and the heart, but, but the gut wasn't on board. And there are other times when you, when you have all three in alignment. When you find that the head, the heart, and the gut is in alignment, chances are that is the decision that you need to make. Now, it may not always be the right decision. Sometimes you'll have to alter. But again, what we're talking about is, is making decisions not only in your business world, but in your personal life processing these things. You know, I can tell you right now, if I were to walk in and sit down with my family and we had to make a decision, where are we going to move? Where are we going to live? What what are we going to do with the rest of our life? If I pulled out a, a, a business model and said, let's start filling this chart out, I would lose them almost instantly. But if I asked them how they feel about a decision that begins to open things up and we can start to find this alignment between the head, the heart, and the gut. So I would just say in the course of a day, we'll always come to these places of a decision where you need to step back and say, what should I listen to? Is it logic? Is it the numbers don't lie? We've heard that, right? If you've been in business, you've heard the numbers don't lie. The head is right. And then we've also heard in our personal life or even today in the, in the world of, of, of our careers, we hear, follow your heart. So the numbers don't lie and follow your heart. Well, those are both pretty good pieces of advice, especially when the person giving it doesn't have to live with the consequences. But the third is the gut. Does it feel right? If the gut says no, you should always step back and look at the head and the heart. There are times when the gut tells us to make a decision that the heart doesn't want to make. You, want, you, you selfishly want to make a decision with your money or with, with your career that your gut's saying, no, you really need to make this decision. So I would just implore you to Utilize the, the intuition or the gut instinct. You have these three tools. You can put them to work today. I'm not saying to discount the science or all of the quantitative tools that are available. Look at all your statistical runs and analysis. But know that when, when any decision you are faced with today, reach into your toolbox and look at the things that matter, the head, the heart, and the gut. I hope this helps you. Have a great day. This episode of the Amped Podcast was brought to you by Rio Ray Premium Optics, prescription ready polarized sunglasses. Visit RioRayOptics.com to design your perfect pair. The Cherokee Invitational Women's Basketball Tournament, showcasing athletes and empowering women. 
December 20th through the 22nd, 2022 in beautiful Cherokee, North Carolina. Visit CherokeeInvitational.com to learn more. Blue Aqua Agency, a strategy and marketing consultancy, combining blue-collar work ethic with C-suite experience. Read our story at blueaquaagency.com. Yeah.